0: You're listening to the Midlife Mastery podcast. My name is Peter Fritz and this show's all about mastering your money, your time and the best time of your life, your midlife, of course. Thanks for hanging out with me again today on the Midlife Mastery podcast. This is session number 44. So the blog post that goes along with this is over at midlifetribe.com/44. Do you remember what it was like As a kid during school holidays, how the hours, days and weeks stretched off and off into the future, never ending and filled with boredom? I certainly do. Uh, My sister and I grew up down uh, in the southern hemisphere, down the bottom of Australia, um, on a beautiful little place called the Mornington Peninsula, a little town called Mount Martha. Very close to the beach and we spent a lot of our time down there. Well, a few weeks ago, my sister, um, who's an accomplished writer, and actually in the middle of her second or third, I think second and third book at the same time, um, she sent me a a little article about what it was like during that period and how time sort of keeps on slipping. Um, So I thought I'd publish it on the Midlife Tribe website uh, today or this week and, um, and talk to you a little bit about it. As I said, our family lived close to the beach, so uh, plenty of time was spent down there, depending on the availability and patience of our parents to drive us down and back. Um, After swimming for a couple of hours, we'd often come home with an orange frosty or lemonade icy pole, and our skin was crusty with sand and sea salt. And uh, often we're complaining about the hot car and the scalding seatbelts. I remember back then we had a little Mazda 1300 Coupe with uh, black vinyl seats and and very metallic seat belts, and it was always a very painful experience to get back into the car after a day at the beach. On days when our parents couldn't take us to the beach, we'd typically run under the sprinkler or throw buckets of water over each other, and this usually ended in tears. And more often than not, it ended with um, a couple of us actually running through the house with a hose and a bucket. Um, I remember my mum always chasing us out of the house. Um, She hardly ever got involved, but um, we had a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff. And it seemed that summer would never end and we'd never see our school friends again. Family holidays would start at the hairy crack of pre-dawn, bundled into the back seat of our little two-door Mazda 1300, along with sleeping bags, pillows and blankets for the long drive to Lake's entrance or Wilson's Promontory or somewhere like that. We'd fall back asleep and wake with a start at somewhere later in the journey. On arriving, we'd pitch the tent and take off for the beach. Those days, they stretched on forever, but in a happy, relaxed way. Our dad would cook dinner over the gas cooker and mum would do a little hand washing of necessary undies and t-shirts and we'd slap at the mosquitoes on our arms and legs as twilight fell and we nodded off to sleep again. School days on the other hand were long and short. Playtime with our friends always evaporated with the school bell summoning us back to desks and elbow nudging with our desk partner. Spelling and math tests went on forever. The second hand of the clock moving begrudgingly to the next notch. The home time bell was the slowest of all, as every child stared at the clock, willing it to fall to 3.30pm so we could escape for home on a bus or on foot. Fast forward to grown-up land, and time is still playing tricks on us. Depending on your workload, the working day can drag or disappear. My last job had long periods of nothingness, and I would sit for hours staring at the glass door at passers-by on the main street. There'd be frenzied activity twice a day when I had to do the banking and the mail, but apart from that, I spent my time tidying my desk, staring into space or answering the occasional call. My current job's much better for timekeeping as it rushes along and runs out altogether. I work four days a week, Wednesdays off for good behaviour, and I've gotten into a marvellous relaxed rhythm for the passing of days. I work two days flat out, then have a mini weekend. I take that time seriously too, starting with a sleep-in, then a substantial relaxed breakfast before either heading out for the day or staying in to clean and quilt. Thursday heralds two more hectic days before the big weekend arrives and I go into relax mode again. Time is precious, whether it passes fast or slow. Time with your family and friends is time well spent. Time spent worrying about what may never happen is always time wasted. Many years ago, I knew a couple who worked all the hours they could find, saving and planning for a round Australia boat trip with the family. They put off mini breaks and family time to fulfil a long-term goal. But over time, they grew apart, their internal goals changed, and before the magic 10-year plan was up, they'd split. They simply ran out of time. It's a beautiful idea to have long-term goals to plan ahead and work towards them. But doing so at the expense of the here and now is always a dangerous expedition. If the focus of your life is too narrow and long-term, you could miss the myriad little happinesses along the way. Time at the beach with the kids... A picnic in the park, an in-house movie night with the family, and microwaved popcorn. Bedtime stories for the little ones before lights out. Time will always be fluid. Sometimes it'll drag its feet, and other times it'll fly so fast you cannot grasp it. But you decide how you spend your time to enrich your life and the lives of those you love. Don't let it slip through your fingers, lest it runs out before you expect, because it almost certainly will. That's a cute little story for my sister. I love it. A couple of lessons I picked up from this. I'm thinking that um, from now on, I might actually start summarising some of the things that uh, I'm writing about, or my sister's writing about. In this case, um, and just put a little list there at the end of each post to summarise the key takeaways. Um, For this one, uh, the key takeaways for me were certainly savor every moment because you don't know when the curtain's going to go up on this life. Um, At my age now, fifty, I'm finding that a lot of friends and uh, friends of friends, you know, they're, uh, they're dropping off this planet earlier than expected. Um, and if they're not doing that, then they're, you know, spending an enormous amount of time with their parents who are sick or uh, dying or have just passed. So it's really important to savour every moment for yourself and also for those that you're closest to. The second one is to acknowledge those who make your life special because they need to hear it now, not afterwards when you're standing over their grave lamenting their loss or sitting in a hospital with them when they've got tubes hanging out of them, you know, gasping their last breath. You want to be telling them that stuff now. So the people who make your life what it is, you know, tell them every now and again. Third one was don't begrudge situations where time drags on because they're all part of your story. Oftentimes, it's the periods of our lives which seemed mundane, routine, or just plain unpleasant that we look back at sort of fondly later on as being one of those key chapters in our life that made our life what it is and made us who we are. So don't begrudge those. And the last one is seek out experiences more than things. I love that saying from Joshua Fields Milburn from The Minimalists, where he says, love people and use things because the opposite never works. And it's so true that so many people devote so much of their time to acquiring and being enamored enamored with things rather than with people. They love their stuff, they love their things, and they use people when really it should be the other way. We should be loving people and using things anyway that's it for me for this week Um, thanks a lot to my sister Karen for um, this gorgeous little story it brings back a lot of memories for me and I'm sure there'll be people listening to this I'm sure you know you've got your own memories of your childhood where time seemed to drag on forever and uh, where you had those beautiful simple little moments those more innocent periods of life where it's only on reflection now that you realize how special they were Anyway, if uh, if you enjoyed this, I would love it if you'd leave an honest rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and if you don't already have a copy for yourself, go to midlifetribe.com slash 15ideas and download your free copy of the 60-page uh, 15 Ideas for Midlife Mastery free guide. Uh, it's full-color landscape format, beautiful for viewing on uh, a laptop or an iPad, um, and It's got 15 fabulous ideas in there for mastering your midlife. Anyway, thanks for hanging out with me again today. I look forward to talking to you again next week. And here's to mastering your midlife. Bye-bye.